MangaPod originally airs on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dexbonus or twitch.tv slash happilyerin. If you would like to view previous episodes, check out our VODs at youtube.com slash happilyerin. Welcome, MangaPod, where weekly podcasts in which we get together to read all or part of a manga. I'm Erin. I'm Dodger. I'm Luke. Oh. Oh. Hey. That was bound to happen. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies first, Monica. Wow. Thank you. Hello. I'm Moika. (laughs) Hello, everybody. We are Manga Pie. Thank you guys so much for being here, hanging out with us. This week, we are talking Blood on the Tracks, chapters 1 through 30. Two, uh, hmm. before we jump in, if you guys never joined us for Mangabod before, we like to give you a short spoiler-free description and um, our spoiler-free recommendations. But before we jump into that, we want to shout out our social stuff, so in case you don't want to stick around for spoiler section, you can still learn where we're at. Uh, we currently now have a Discord it is fun Moeka set that up and was awesome um so we have that we have website mangapod.card with two r's.co and we are live on spotify and itunes and anywhere you get your listening audio podcast so you can go and check us out over there so let's go ahead and do our spoiler free summary lou if you don't mind uh, I don't, so uh, I'll go ahead and get started. Uh, Seichi Osabe is an only child living a mundane life. Uh, just like any middle schooler, he has friends, a crush on a girl, and loving parents. However, Seichi's mother is extremely overprotective, which causes others to view him as a mama's boy. That sounds so wholesome. Ish. What a wholesome manga. It's so wholesome. It's, it's like, My god. Um, it verges on not wholesome, but you don't realize how far away it is from wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh we do want to uh warn everybody there are some warnings for this manga. Um there are abusive parent-child relationships, manipulation, death, trauma, to name a few. <laughs> There's yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so let's go ahead and approach do, cautiously. Very much so. Uh let's go ahead and do spoiler free recommendations. Who would like to go first? Uh I don't mind going first. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. Alright, so um <laughs> I like this manga. Uh but I also happen to be one of the people that likes Akinahana, which is by the same manga. So um I think it's pretty good. It's very uncomfortable to read, but that's entirely the point. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I I recommend it uh, just as long as you go into it with an understanding that it's going to be an uncomfortable read, I think uh, that you'll get what you want out of it. Because uh, not only is it a quick read, um, it does the whole show, not tell thing really effectively. Mm -hmm. So um, definitely... Definitely recommend this if you're into just really unnerving psychological thriller type manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say something similar that like um, would I recommend this to everybody? No, not necessarily. But what the mangaka went like wanted to achieve, um, they did it brilliantly. Like it's it's perfectly done. Um, the the discomfort is entirely intentional. Um, the characters are just like a lot, but on purpose, right? Um, and I think like the the look into who they are and their behaviors is very spot on. I'm definitely want to read the rest, despite the fact that I was uncomfortable the entire time I read it. So <laughs> take that how you want. Um, but yeah. It's definitely a really interesting read, but you will be very uncomfortable from the get-go, from right from the start. <laughs> uh, Do you want to be gaslit? Yes. Do I have the <laughs> manga for you? 
that's, that's literally my recommendation. So if you if you ever want to feel like being that gaslit, um, this is the manga for you. Uh, it's like, sorry, I'm just I'm sorry. I was just like, oh, this is too good not to do it right now. No, um, do it. So, uh, do I recommend this for everyone? No, but if you're into horror or like psychological thriller stuff, um, I definitely do recommend this one. It's like. It's so unsettling. It's like so serene. It's like calm before the storm. And it's just it's so it's such a bizarre like way to feel as you're reading. And so there you go. That's my recommendation without spoiling anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, echo what all you guys have said. I could not stop thinking about this manga when I was done reading it. It'll just pop up and I get that same just it's so hard to explain just gross feeling and it won't yeah. like leave you alone. Very similar to after I read Uzumaki or some parts of Devilman Crybaby. There's this bizarre thing that it just sticks with you. And so like you guys said, I don't recommend it to it's rec I recommend it to a very specific group of people. Um, so I can't say it's like a family manga at all. No. So. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Despite what the summary may make it sound, <laughs> it's not for everybody. Yeah, I think that is that is a good way of putting it. It's one of those manga that you're going to find yourself thinking about a lot after you've read it and not always in a good way. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But, but again, you know, there are plenty of people who watch movies and read manga and watch anime like that, where they're like, I love that this stuck with me. I love that this made me think about it a lot and like analyze why I'm thinking about it so much. And mm -hmm. like, it's one of those for sure. Yeah. Uh, cool. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to say? Otherwise, we'll jump into spoiler section. Oh, oh bye, no. Malika. Bye. <laughs> Look, your tea is on screen now. On Discord, please come back in the right spot. Oh no! Hi, my name is Happy. There we go. It worked. It worked. Oh, it worked. Thank God. Thank God. My Discord like decided to update. What the heck? <laughs> Discord's having a day so far. It is. Yeah, when we were doing pre-show, um, mine kept all of the cameras were glitching, and occasionally audio would drop and. Aaron was doing a bit and I didn't realize it was a bit. I thought she was I thought she was just making weird fucking noises. <laughs> so, you know, that's where we're at. This is still better than Skype though. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. 100%. So, anywho, shall let's we get, not get started on my Skype feelings. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Five. Oh, four. oh. Uh, this is your chance to leave. Oh, yeah. If you don't want to be spoiled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just demonstrating that you could just leave now if you didn't want to be spoiled. Like it was she incredible. dedicated herself as an example. Like yeah. well, um, a good actor. Yeah, <laughs> this is your opportunity to peace out. If you heard all of this and you were like, "That's interesting," or "Wow, that sounds like it'll make me feel really gross," I actually don't want to hear any of this. Uh, either way, whichever yeah. side of the spectrum you're on, um, this is your opportunity to leave. So we're talking about. Uh, as far as I remember from our conversation, like the first half yep. of this manga, pretty in depth. Mm -hmm. So, and then we ask once you guys get to once we get to spoiler section to not spoil anything past what we read, chapter thirty-two. So, just to give you guys a warning on that as well. So, yes, five, four, four, three, two, one. Mom is Satan. Mom is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. What a good, what a good switch up. <laughs> I loved there, there it. Is I loved no it. God, there is no God in this there manga. There is no God in this manga. There is no one who constitutes as a God in this manga. Oh my God. There's no pure. Uh, well, I, well, actually, there is a pure. Poor little uh, say. Our sweet, our sweet, sweet boy. Our sweet boys. 
Okay, God. so let's start with the question that we always start with. What were you guys expecting going into this manga? Um, I'll go. <laughs> Do it. I didn't expect the mom to actually kill anybody. I thought it was going to be just like from beginning to end, just manipulation and and like, you know, like a chromatic creepy potentially like overtly gross relationship between a mom and a son um mm -hmm. did not expect her to straight up just kill a kid and then be like without and again like lou was saying they do a lot of like showing not telling like the entire <laughs> manga is you like picking up on context clues and like behavior clues from the characters mm -hmm. and like for somehow the way that it's done, you know that the son is going to be like, yeah, he fell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he fell, <laughs> you know? And it's just, oh my God. I was just like, what? It was a wild ride for me. Yeah. And not, not always in a good way. I, also, yeah, the, sorry. The, the okay. kid is hospitalized. Yeah, but she, but she yeah. wanted him to be yeah. fucking dead. She wanted to kill that kid. Yeah. Uh, I was not here when you guys read the description for it, so I had no idea. All I knew was it was by Akinohana. <laughs> no idea. I knew nothing else. I didn't read the script before. I At was like, you knew oh, it was the same person who made Akinohana, so you were probably like, this might be weird. Yeah, but I, uh, what was this manga? <laughs> it was. <laughs> At what point did you like really get what uh, or understand what you were getting yourself into, Aaron? Oh man! Was it when he was a little boy and he saw the dead cat? I feel I think like that was a, a nice little like warning. You mean the very I beginning? Feel like yes. literally the first thing I, that happens in the manga when it switched to showing the cat had been killed, not by the car. Like something had happened to that poor little kitty cat. I was like, oh no the mom did that how is it going to escalate that was when it was literally beginning where i went it's going to go worse from here but i don't know how much worse and then it just kept going she is so fucking creepy mm -hmm. wait uh uh she's fascinating though yeah like the, oh the yeah Sorry, 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 no, sorry. No, you're we'll let everybody else like do their. No, you're fine. What did you expect? <laughs> I okay. I go notes. I, uh, I go next. Um, yeah. I like. I was just like, oh, this will probably have like some creepy vibes. I didn't think she was actually gonna push the kid, so I I was mm -hmm. like super surprised by that. Um, and then that. I mean, yeah, the cat pretty much was just when I was just like, wow, this is gonna be fucking weird <laughs> i'm very unsettled and then i went and hugged my cat after that scene and I'm like, i love you um and so yeah i was just like what the fuck <laughs> yeah um so i was the person who uh kind of like suggested this manga as a potential read and um i went into it knowing that it was going to be a messed up experience uh, namely because uh, I'd seen a video on it by Super Eye Patch Wolf that kind of sold me on the manga as being an unnerving horror. So I knew what the manga was going to be, but I didn't know much of the details. Because once I got to a certain point of the video where I was already sold on the manga, immediately shut it off, added to a doc uh, of things I wanted to read on MangaPod. Mm -hmm. So... Um, once I started, like, really understanding the relationship between the mom and his son is where, like, the expectations of uh, what I had for this manga kind of uh, came to, like, really, uh... I guess uh, it met my expectations, where I expected it to be a weird relationship between the mother and the son, but um, I honestly expected it to get weirder than it, than it was. Especially with uh, the initial tone setting bit. Did you expect it to get 
weirder in terms of her behavior or did you expect it to get weirder in terms of like their put i don't know how else to put this other than like their potential like sexual relationship the the second one that's yeah i I expected it to take that turn i'm glad i also thought that we would get more of that potentially and i was honestly relieved that that didn't happen yes Mm -hmm. um like i thought this could go maybe one of two ways either uh it's him like either it's what we got which is him uh kind of allowing things to happen and being um kind of submissive in the situation or him actively trying to fight against what his mom is doing and um yeah i feel like there's there's not much agency uh for the character right now he's just allowing things to happen which makes sense i feel like that's a more realistic take on what would happen i agree so um but yeah so in terms like cycling back to my expectations i got what i expected um and i'm glad that it didn't uh i'm glad that it didn't go further than what i expected because i feel like at that point i wouldn't have enjoyed reading it Mm. Mm i um i meant to look it up and i didn't wind up doing it but i'm curious to know did any of you guys or do you know whether or not it's um a sign of trauma for someone's speech to get garbled i couldn't tell if that was a real thing or not i feel like it makes sense that it would be like a um protective measure that the body the mind might just go because it's hard to speak of something when an unspeakable thing happens to you um and so i feel like that potentially would be a real side effect well i don't know if side effect is the correct um yeah just like a sign of trauma yeah 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 Yeah. i mean Sorry, I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna say. Um, I I feel like it's like a. It's definitely um, like a potential side effect of having like PTSD, which okay. in this case makes sense because this poor kid sure. is like, what the fuck? I just watched my mom kill someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then too. and then kiss me. It's like yeah. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. To be honest, I was expecting that turn to happen a lot quicker. So, oh really? Little vic- yeah, the little victories. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that whole scene. Well, sorry, Aaron, what were you gonna say? No, no, I was actually just going to go back to what you were saying about the mom being a really fast. Because I agree that like she is so creepy, but she has a lot. There's a lot going on with her. She's not just uh surface level meant to be creepy and that's all we're getting from her there's very obviously mental illness going on in there and so it just watching what she does and what's going on and especially from like when she killed the kid that was like the turning point of there's something more happening with her like what how is she viewing her son yeah and also like her like i don't know how how to put this really how it almost seems like there's specific moments like high stress moments where she starts replaying like moments from her life maybe or like like um when she had the fight with her husband and then was alone in the room and like pretending there was a child there mm-hmm. and i couldn't tell if it was if if like that was a moment that's attached to her trauma or if that's her displaying like her attachment to say or what that was supposed to be. But we also saw her like saying things that made no sense as though she was like replaying moments after she, after she pushed the kid. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that sort of stuff is really interesting to me as well. Cause I, I'm curious like why she does that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think uh, she has a like she had some internal issues prior to pushing the kid, but I feel like she was also affected by uh, that, and it was also traumatic for her because mm. there was a, a a major like like granted we only had like maybe six or seven chapters with her before, 
uh, right. the incident. But um, I feel like it's pretty clear that something snapped in her after uh, that happened. So it was a traumatic experience really for everyone involved. That's true. Yeah, I was literally, that was the exact thought that I had was like, that was a turning point in her character too. Well, she was already overprotective, but now it's like, it's like gone past a barrier mm -hmm. almost. Yeah. If she was killing animals before as well, maybe this is like the first time that she's sort of compulsively tried to kill another person. Which, yeah, it's like, it's, to me, it's like kind of weird because it's like, I can't tell if it's like to get back at the kid for being a little shit or if it's like to right. try and and be like, here you go, you fucking stuck up bitch. Who's the crazy bitch now? I don't know. I think it read to me as her like in a split second yeah having having a a moment of if this kid was gone then that's one less person to be like a bad influence on my kid or like some like some mm -hmm. kind of skewed weird thing like that um and, and i think uh to build off of what you were saying i think uh the fact that she was kind of made to feel insecure about her parenting style because the entire time everyone is mocking her as being too overprotective. I yeah. kind of yeah. uh, feel like that was the framework that led to uh, that, that moment um, of this kid is a threat to my son and I, I need to eliminate that, uh, that threat. Yeah, that was um, the moment when she like reached out to grab him and everybody made not like before the pushing part, right? When the, the two kids were next to the edge and she went to grab her son and everybody made fun of her. I was like, I would have done the same fucking thing. Are you crazy? Like, why is everybody making fun of her for this? Like if my kid was right next to the edge and got like bumped on purpose by another kid, I would lose my absolute mind. Like there's, mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. So I, I think that she, yeah, is believably, protective in some ways at the beginning finding out that she was so concerned that he was sad at school that she would literally just sit in class every day like that sort of stuff is like that's that might be too far <laughs> that's too far mm -hmm. but but moments like that where yeah everyone would be like oh you're so they're kids they're fine it's like no <laughs> they won't be Oh, wait, Aaron, are you muted on Discord? Or uh, not Discord, sorry, OBS. Yep. I blew my nose and didn't want anyone else to hear it oh. and then didn't want to talk anymore. <laughs> How did that happen? They've definitely been able to hear you before this. I didn't want anyone to know about my nose. <laughs> um, um, so I was saying that having the scene where she saves her son from being almost pushed over and then having it very shortly later where the cousin what was the cousin's name uh, it was also an s it was an s, s. I remember what it was um yeah, i remember so having the cousin on the edge again no shigeru sorry shigeru yeah um and then having her save him and then her pushing him off was a very well done sequence of events that made you be like, oh, is she going to push him? Oh, she didn't push him. And then it happens and you're like, oh, she saved him. She pushed him. It's just like I reread that part numerous times because it just blew my mind that she actually did push him. I was not yeah. prepared for her to do it, even though there were moments of, oh, she's going to do it. And then when she actually did it, I could not believe that she did it. Yeah, I liked when um, just before she pushes him, like there's a panel of him just looking up at her and saying, auntie, like he's like, what's going oh on? Oh, my God. And then just gets yeeted off the cliff. It was, that yeah. Was, 
Ugh. It was impactful. And, <clears throat> yeah, the the characters and the motivations and like what's going on with them psychologically is just so well done in this manga. The whole the whole like thing that is continuing to go on now after that with the mom being like I don't want to go to the hospital, right? That's definitely her like at least a part of her being horrified at what she did. Um mm -hmm. and like yeah, that whole tension in their house of the husband like nobody blames you, it wasn't your fault, like let's just go. Mhm. Mm you know, it's like starting to get really weird that you won't go to the hospital. And she's like using Say as this weird anchor, but not in a way that's that's grounding her in anything that's real or makes sense, right? Yeah. Like Say has become her like partner in crime and he doesn't want to be. And it's, and I find that like a very, I find that to be like a very believable, like abusive relationship between a parent and child of like, it's you and me. It's just you and me. You don't have anybody else and I don't have anybody else. So, mm -hmm. right. And you just mm -hmm. feel so bad for this kid and it's summer break and he can't get away. And he also like, uh, no, no, go ahead. Finish. No, go for it. I was going to say like, again, building off of what you were saying, Dodger, uh, another like, more evidence of that uh, pattern of uh, abuse was how she was isolating him from everyone else, specifically uh, Fukishi, uh, that girl that uh, expressed interest in him, and the yeah. fact that she made uh, or she made him tear up that love Absolutely letter. Absolutely lost it. Yeah, that's, it's like actual believable representation of an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That scene was so sad. I was so the the like tension for me when she was in his room and the mom came home. I was like, I was yeah, oh my she's God. gonna kill this girl. <laughs> like, yes. I immediately was like, this girl's on her radar now. <laughs> I'm so scared for her. It was terrifying. Um, yeah. I uh, yeah, that scene, thought, yeah. I was like fully expecting her to kill her right in front of her son to be like, yeah. this is what's going to happen if you accept any love letter. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, that would have that would have pushed it beyond believability, though. Right. Yes. Like that would have been too, too far. Um, but yeah, I was definitely worried for this girl. <laughs> and I am still worried for this. Still girl. worried. Yeah. I just, I don't even know. I was so uncomfortable during that whole scene, especially with the son being forced into tearing up the love letter with her. And he, because it was right after that is when he started not being able to talk, right? That's when his, mm -hmm. yeah, his speech yeah, started yeah. to get messed up. So it was just a, a trigger of for him of what was going on like he suddenly had the trauma from it too i think that was a moment where he's like fuck this isn't a healthy relationship like i am being abused but he doesn't he's so young he doesn't know how to put it into those words because he's 14 yeah. i think it is and mm -hmm. yeah so he is suddenly becoming aware of something going on too mm. And also, like, an another, like, kind of classic thing that a kid in that situation will do is is try to say to the parent what they want to hear to make sure that their parent is happy. Yeah. <clears throat> we had lots of moments of that with him, like, contradicting what he said before. And you can tell, like, yeah. it's the difference between, like, the way that he behaves and how he speaks to her in front of her. And what he actually admits when he, especially to to this girl that he likes, right? When they start to get closer and actually talk about things, um, the way that the way that he talks to her and explains things to her is obviously very different from how he talks to and explains things to his mom, mm -hmm. um, yeah. or other so, adults like his dad. Like he's yeah. not saying anything to his dad either. Sorry. Like no, understandable, okay. I feel, because he's kind of. Uh, uh huh. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I'm getting bad vibes from the dad. He's just like, I don't know, so absent. Don't know what's going on with him? Well, he's doing the whole uh, I work to provide for this family thing. Mm -hmm. That's how it and that kind of too. like justifies his absence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's <clears throat> it's like one of those kind of more traditional family dynamics of like there's something going on with our kid like i'm concerned for the kid but it's not my job to fix it like i'm the one mm -hmm. who goes off and works so like you need to get your shit together and yeah i just i just think he's it for him he's like this isn't what i signed up for right <laughs> just yeah. like yeah I think so. uh, the scene that probably gave us the most insight into the relationship between the mom and the dad was the instance uh, where our main boy uh, goes to the back of the house mm -hmm. and he's eavesdropping and how the mom is saying um, that she's alone in, and she's not really a part of the family and how her life basically went to shit as, as soon as her son was born. Yeah. Which puts a different twist on how she, realizing how she views her son, too. Mm -hmm. Because up to that point, you're just thinking, oh, she is, like, overprotective in this really creepy connection she has to her son and these very inappropriate actions towards him. And then to see and hear her talk about how much she hates her life after her son was born. Like, he destroyed her life and she should just die because of how much she hates her life ever since her son was born. Uh, my heart broke for him having to see, like my heart broke for him all the time, the but time. having to yeah. hear that because then he's sitting there like, wait, what is like my mom to me? Like, how does she view me? Mm -hmm. Well, and we know, we know from this reading as well, we saw like two extremes of her um obviously like we don't know what's going on inside of her head but things that um that we know do happen like her coming into his room and saying i'm so sorry i'm such a bad mother like you deserve a better mother like that sort of like like upswing in in like whatever's going on with her all the way down to her contemplating choking him mm -hmm. right like like the fact that it varies that wildly and that again the dad like doesn't know and doesn't have like a whole lot of interest in like slipping himself like in between there you know aside from the one moment where he's like you're coming with me to the hospital you're gonna see your cousin you know mm -hmm. it's like aside from that yeah the one thing that uh in regards to like the strangulation that kind of didn't make sense to me is that there would have been some bruising on the neck mm -hmm. which should have been visible for people to see oh i didn't think that she actually i thought that she put her hands on his throat and was thinking about it not that she actually oh I, I, him. I, read see, it. I read it as she actually choked him yeah oh that's what i read it as too but maybe she didn't interesting I, yeah i don't know i read it as she was contemplating it and then last minute decided not to go through with it oh that's interesting that we half of us thought one read thing it and half of us thought it differently yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah that sort of like um kind of classic uh physical abusive swing of like i'm going to intimidate you and potentially hurt you and then oh i'm so sorry 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 and then it just like repeats um but like it doesn't seem like like you guys were saying it doesn't seem like she's done this sort of stuff before mm -hmm. like this really has like started a domino effect for her yeah but if she if she already from the get-go was having a lot of um, sort of varied feelings toward her son of either I'm trapped here, you were a mistake, I don't want you, and then, but I'm very lonely and you're the only person in my life and I'm, like, obsessed with you at the same time. Yeah. 
then I guess it would be a progression that I, not that I get, but I don't know. Well, I thought maybe like that was what the cat incident was like a view into was mm -hmm. that it was like her, her like wanting kind of to kill her son because she felt so isolated because of him. And so her mm -hmm. like outlet was to like do it to animals and right. they're like. They're like babies. They're like so defenseless and they need so much like help and care from someone else. And so I like once she was just like, I fucking hate my kid. I wish she was never born. That's how I was like. My immediate thought was, oh, the cat. That's why she's like being a weirdo and killing and them. That is a sign. I think it's sociopath. Um, a very early sign of socio being a socio sociopath. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, is killing animals. That's a very yeah. early sign of that. So I'm wondering if it was giving a hint to towards that um, and the escalation of it happening after the cliff incident too. Hmm. What do you guys think about the portrayal? Because it's ob very obvious that she has a mental illness, something is going on. So what do you right. guys think about the portrayal of how that's being shown? Do you think it's being used simply to, I'm trying to think of how to say this, because a lot of time in media, when someone has a mental illness, it's used as an excuse to make them evil. Like For like violence them, or. Yeah, to make them the villain. And right. so what do you guys, how do you feel about the portrayal of it here i feel I like it's uh i was gonna say that i feel like this is an example of them kind of just leaning on on that mental illness to create uh, a negative representation of the character and it kind of makes me want or wish for uh better representations of mental illness in manga where it's mm -hmm. like less playing to the tropes associated with it but um that said, in terms of an instance in which um, the mental illness is um, depicted in the, in a negative way, I think it does it um, it does it well compared to other other manga or other forms of media. But yeah, I, I would like to see um, a better representation, you know, more a more positive representation on people dealing with mental illness. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that exists in manga or not. I would, if it does, I would love for anyone to point it, uh, point me towards uh, it. Yeah, what's that? Oh my god, that one. Like some people read Monogatari as the different girls are representative of different forms of mental illness, but oh, I mean, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah, and it's hard because in like, like a lion talked a lot about like depression. Mm. Um, yeah, I felt like I, re I read something else that dealt with it, but fuck, I don't remember now. If it comes to mind, I'll like put it in the chat. Cool. Yeah, Thank it's you. the culture in Japan too surrounding mental illness, I think makes it hard to find it. But it's not even just Japan, like Western media totally. has the same issues too. Yeah, I think like for me the the depiction of the unhealthy um sort of like dependent relationship between the mom and the son is like really really well done and i'm glad that the trauma associated with what's going on has been like addressed and shown mm -hmm. in everybody involved mm -hmm. um but yeah i totally agree like it's it's not it shouldn't be like the reason for her violence and it you know it what i I, I think works for it is because she is depicted as you obviously know what she's doing is wrong like it's mm. not excusing or glorifying it um 
And so, like Lou said, she is a very interesting depiction of when the mental illness, like, isn't being treated or handled properly. Totally. Um, so it does make her a fascinating antagonist, and it's not really exploiting it, I don't think, in this series. Uh, and I agree that I wish there was more healthy depictions of it. But I think what helps with it is in this one, it's not being shown as this is okay or the kid's trauma right. is totally fine. It's not not her mm -hmm. fault that she has a mental illness, which, you know, it's not. But there's the yeah. limit, too, of, like, if you have a mental illness, it is a responsibility to, like, take care. You don't get to excuse your actions simply because you have it. Um, so I think that's why in this manga, like, it is depicted in a very fascinating way as a very fascinating antagonist. Mm. Um, can we talk about the scene right at the end of our reading please? yes fucking okay. reminded me of Forrest Gump but thousand times more scary oh Terrifying. my god Scarier. like these two these two kids just like sitting on the bench when he left home and his mom was like come home right after school I'm gonna make curry come home right after school and then he just doesn't. I was like, oh, this kid's oh, playing with no. fire now. I was like, no. He's playing with fire now. <laughs> and I love I loved the conversations that he's having with, I can't remember her name, girl Fu that he likes. Fuka? Fukisha. Fukisha. Um, and her being like, yeah, I mean, you know, my dad gets mad sometimes and he gets drunk and like we argue and stuff. But, you know, fuck it. It's my life, right? And mm -hmm. And how like that kind of like, gives him a little bit of confidence and them having that conversation immediately followed by the silhouette of his mom up on the hill like i see you i was like oh my god oh, no. and they did it was amazing <laughs> <sighs> and Terrifying. i like how they i like how they uh you know teased the whole the mom knowing that something was up uh when they when they kept saying or when she kept saying you smell good. What's yes. the smell? Yeah. Mm. I was like, she knows. She knows he's hanging out with a girl. She knows. She's about to... Oh, my God. Um, I did love, though, I did love them running into the grass and Fuka putting her hands on his ears. Mm -hmm. Like, don't listen yeah. to her. You know, she's like, this is the power she thinks she has over you, right? Like, don't listen to her. I was like, God, what a G... This chick is just coming into his life like this woman is bad news. <laughs> like, like, let's run away. Let's go. Yes. Gosh, yeah. she's fucking horrifying. Yeah. When she found them in the grass, I was like, oh no. Does she have a she have that's, a knife? That's where I thought our reading ended, was her being like, like emerging from the grass. And I was like, Surely, surely we're reading one more <laughs> chapter. This is insane. <laughs> and you're you're like, even if we aren't, I'm adding a chapter. Yes. God, it's so bad. I actually kept reading afterwards. Like I just couldn't stop. I don't know why. I just kept going because it's so fast. I didn't trust myself to remember. I had to, to go. I had to go back and look at chapter 32, 33 to be like, all right, that's where we ended. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> But it goes so quick, like we've mentioned. Like, yeah. you sit there. There's so many, like, we can talk about this with art, too, kind of lead into it. There are so many pages where it's show, not tell, like Lou was saying. There's not dialogue. It's just shown through creepy, terrifying moments of looks and atmosphere. And so it goes very, very fast. Like, you can just sit there. Mm and scroll and even when you get to a scene that you need to reread three or four times it still like goes very quickly i feel yeah. like it lingers mm -hmm. in your mind longer than it takes you to read it so i read it i want to say in like an hour and a half yeah same that's why when lou was mm -hmm. like we're about halfway through i was like what <laughs> it's so fast yeah it was four volumes um yeah. Uh, well, are we down to go into art, or yeah. should we? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. So, the thing about the art that I 
love um, in terms of how, what. I just smacked myself in the face with my phone. <laughs> I went to move it and it just straight up just go on. Amazing. Um, the thing that I loved um, was how the art would make could so easily make somebody go from like totally put together to like having a meltdown and it was apparent from their face um the the way that this mangaka does expressions is actually kind of incredible um because the art it just like changes ever so slightly and you're just like oh what is happening to this person <laughs> right mm -hmm. um uh, I think the the thing that made me the most uncomfortable is when he couldn't speak very well and when he would try to speak, his mouth would just keep going, like keep getting bigger. I was like, I hate this. I It makes me so uncomfortable. But I get, it was supposed to like show you that he's like desperately trying to say something and he can't get it out. Mm -hmm. And so his mouth just keeps getting bigger. Oh my God, that sort of stuff. Like it worked so well to just make you like. <laughs> yeah. Like, like all the it. saliva and everything. Yes. It's not, it doesn't make things look pretty at all. No. Like the expression mm -hmm. of when the cousin is in the hospital bed after the accident and the dad says, just be prepared for what you're going to see. And then. We see the cousin and he's just like looks so different from the happy kid that we saw up to that point. And mm. I feel like the art does a really good job of conveying how tragic that what happened with that is. It's not mm -hmm. it's nothing in this is meant to be pretty. It's not. And this isn't saying the art is ugly, but it's meant to show that what is happening is very ugly. Yes um kind of like building off of that um you just kind of made me realize and appreciate that um i like that the mangaka depicted um the boy that fell uh as kind of being a little shit but not an actual bully or threat like physical yes. threat person <laughs> like there was no like like provided justification apart from the little prank that he pulled which was believable mm -hmm. um, he's just like believably mischievous yes. he's like not mm -hmm. he's not a bad kid at all mm -hmm. um but yeah uh, bringing it back to the art uh i liked like comparing this to akunahana because you know i i've finished i, I like like i like akunahana a lot i own all of the volumes i've read all of it mm. and um i like the designs in akunahana more but I think in terms of conveying emotion, I feel like this is significantly more impactful. And I think that um, the art, a lot of it reminds me of Junji Ito. Like in terms yeah. of like yeah. when, when, when he yeah. doesn't go into like the supernatural, like, like Junji Ito's uh, take on No Longer Human. I feel like mm -hmm. there are parallels there in terms of like how the art is handled. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yep. The way that like so-called madness looks on people, yeah, is similar for sure. Mm -hmm. Laika, do you have thoughts about the art? Um, I really liked it. It's like it does effectively when it needs to be creepy. It's it like he nails it. I like I I just love how it fits what's happening. You guys pretty much nailed everything else. I really <laughs> like the cross hatching. Yeah. Ah. Mm. Uh, yeah. What a wild ride. Just... We're not even done yet. No, probably halfway through. <laughs> how, much, how much more did you read, Aaron? Like four chapters. Okay, Lou, have you read it all? No. <gasps> okay. So <laughs> none of us are going. None of us are going into this conversation being like, and I know how it ends. Squints. I, I refused to be a rotten bacon butt. I did not want to take any chances. I couldn't. I couldn't mm -hmm. help myself. I'm, I live on the edge. 
Went, went too far. Um, cool. Yeah, wait, is it finished? It's ongoing. It's not done yet. It's ongoing? Okay, then. What I found is only up to 81. That's I checked in multiple places too. as it being done. Yeah. I read ongoing. somewhere that it was done, but I, okay. Then never mind. It's not done. But it's <laughs> We're halfway through think. what is out. Right. Yeah. So there you go. There we go. I was there was a part of me that was so relieved thinking to myself like man so that means like it probably like maybe it gets like way crazier for like a hot minute and then the kids run away and it's fine and it's a happy ending like there isn't that much room left to work with here right and now I'm worried I'm scared <laughs> I'm very <laughs> scared for all of you I'm very scared I'm scared for these kids that girl's super dead um <laughs> girl's dead Maybe the girl's dad dies. Something. Who? Maybe the maybe. main dad dies. Something's gonna happen. Oh my god. Maybe, maybe all the, the dads mom, in the town start dying. The mom dying. dies. The mom dies. <laughs> oh my god! What a twist! <laughs> and the son is like, "I'm the killer now." And then this he... manga's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they wrote a manga like this. These twists don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a dream. He wakes up. The mom is just amazing. It was a nightmare. He, oh, he's the one who's in a coma and he wakes oh up. God. I feel like you guys are actually spoiling the manga. <laughs> no one in chat say anything. Don't confirm or yeah, deny don't, a single thing. Do not confirm, do not deny. Yes. Just leave, just leave it. Uh, cool, let's do final no. thoughts and ratings. All right, I want to go. If you guys yeah, yeah. do it, do it. Uh, so I thought this manga was completed. It's not. So that actually plays into um, my feels for this because if for an eight volume story, um, which is what's available, right? Uh, I mm -hmm. feel like the pacing for this is fine. Like the way the way things are escalating, I feel like it's going at a good clip, and we would get a a very well put together uh, story. But now that uh, I've been proven to be wrong on a on a pretty epic scale, um, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the direction of the story and uh, what's going to happen. In Akinahana, uh, there was a time skip about halfway through and everything post time skip was underwhelming compared to mm. like the real peak of that manga which i don't want to spoil but it's really good right. so um that's that's kind of a concern that i have now for this manga um the art is is pretty okay um it's not amazing in that um in that super polished way but it doesn't need to be super polished or refined it just needs to convey emotion effectively which it does um and uh the mom is is fucking like it's it's amazing it is like super unnerving and super creepy and i love it <laughs> um so if i'm gonna give if i'm gonna give this a score because uh of how the uh, how the story is developing uh, relative to the entirety of the series, um, I would give it an eight point five. If we were at the midway point for the story, and like my original score was going to be a nine, so like I feel like my score was impacted by um, what could potentially happen to the story later. Mm. So it's definitely influencing um, my perspective of it. My child wanted to tell everyone that her cats are like nuzzling her. Aww. Everyone, I just wanted to say that Daria licked me. Well, you said it while I wasn't muted, child. Oh, I'm sorry. And I'm not muted anymore. I know. Big. I can see the green box light up. Hi, bud. Hi. I hope you're doing well. And that they hope you're doing well. Thanks. Okay, now go away. <laughs> um. I'm going to go with my gut because I keep being like, I, I want to give it a seven 
I don't I don't know why I want to give it a seven specifically, but I'm just gonna give it a seven. Um uh I think the pacing is fine. Yeah. I'm glad that with as fast as I read it, I'm surprised um how many story beats I got out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh I am really curious what direction it's gonna go in. And I think that honestly the thing that I find the most valuable in it is number one the the expressions of the people and the way that like um the way that tension is built up even just through like the way that a panel looks right it's again a lot of show not tell which i appreciate um and i think that it's really the way that the relationship between the mother and the son is depicted is like perfectly uncomfortable. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I wouldn't give it a higher score. I just want to give it a seven for some reason. And maybe it's because I know that it made me feel gross sometimes. Like (laughs) not, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, I want to give it a seven. So I'm giving it. Yeah. But Dodger, but Dodger, why not give it a higher score? Because it didn't make you feel more gross. (laughs) No, I don't think that's how scores work. (laughs) Moeka? Um, I think for the section that we read, I I'm gonna give it an eight. I I really enjoyed it. I was surprised by how quick the read was. Um, and how like I don't know, I, I obviously I was left um, with like a really impactful impression since I felt really gross after a while. Um, and I was just like, what the fuck is happening in this? What's wrong with her? <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 for me. I thought what we read was really solid. I'm super invested and want to keep reading. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I'll do a, I'll do an eight too what you guys said it does what it sets out to do very very well um i thought the pacing was good the big turning points like the shocks played off really good uh the art did such a great job of conveying everybody's emotions through the expressions and yeah it's just a very fascinating read that I got really engaged into. So I'm going to do an 8 out of 10 for this section too. I'm very interested to see what the next session, section, sessions, reading sessions brings about. Right. Hi. Hi. So yeah. That. Does anyone else have anything else they'd like to touch on? No? Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no replies I'm I'm whatsoever. Done. You over it? I'm done. done. Being gross out. Next. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps up our discussion of Blood on the Tracks, chapters 1 through 32. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read the description of the manga that we are reading next week for my birthday pod. Yay! Birthday pod! Birthday pod! Birthday pod! (laughs) The kind of manga I selected should come as a surprise to absolutely nobody. Okay. Through his older brother's experiences, Jill Johan already knows about a Artie knows how a gay unrequited love can miserably end. Determined to save his senior from that same fate, he aims to help him in his quest for love, but being a Cupid isn't as easy as it sounds. See if you guys can even see anybody. What is it? What's it called? It's a manhwa. Oh, Sashi Stat. Literally, exact same time. Yeah, I said it's manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alna Flag. We're reading more Alna Flag. We're actually just Oh my God, there's no, we're starting it over from we're the beginning. <laughs> doing it again. <laughs> there is parallels to that summary, though, to be fair. That's true. <laughs> Alna Flag. Nope. Promise it's not Alna Flag. We'll give you guys another. We're really good April Fools. If oh we God. chose a manga that we've already read and we oh shit. Why 
Why am I saying this while we're live? Yeah, what? Just what? kidding. <laughs> we're not going to do that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I got to come up with something better now. <laughs> <laughs> but now you can throw them off because they'll be like, oh, they're definitely not going to yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to do that now. And then after that, your next birthday pod will read the rest of Alno Flag. Love it. We're just going to read Alno Flag for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Every week is Alno Flag. What's it called, Aaron? It's called For Your Love. I love it. Ooh. I love this manhwa. So I recommend it to like everybody. It's just so sweet. I think Moeko, you've read some of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I'm We're excited. reading chapters one through fifty-five. Uh, I think having read it like once or twice. Actually, I think I've read it tw- twice or thirds. Uh. I think the chapters go pretty quickly, but keep an eye on our Twitter and our Discord to see if we decide to go fewer chapters. So right now we're going 1 through 55, which is the entire like first season of it. But keep an eye on Twitter to see if we lower that at all. So, cool. Uh, should we go around and shout out our stuff super quick? Yes, please. Yeah. I'm Erin, a happily Erin. Uh, you can find all of the manga pods on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash happily Erin. I also have old anime reviews and stuff on there. I haven't been very active otherwise because I just finished my first book. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited about it. It's sent off to the editor for final look sees throughs and then next week I'll have an update on when all the Indiegogo rewards and stuff are shipping and then launch dates and stuff. I'm so yeah, proud I'm of excited. you. Thanks, guys. So if you want to find more updates, you can find that on uh, my Twitter and my Instagram, which are happily aired. And I also talk a lot about Thai dramas if you want to. If you need any recommendations or need to get any feels out about those, <laughs> come and chat. That's me. Um, I'm Dodger. You can find me at Dex Bonus on pretty much everything. I stream almost every day. Um, I'm super into TTRPGs more than I normally am currently because I'm in like three of them. So talk about that a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's some anime sometimes, some D and D sometimes, and some anecdotes about what it's like to have a toddler so if that sounds like your jam come hang out you've been doing art stuff too been doing I have. Doodles and they're so cute. I, I finished that drawing i'm trying to figure out how to upload it. i've never been able to figure out how to upload things from the ipad so <laughs> i'm trying to figure it out but i finished it yesterday i'm very happy i haven't finished like a piece of art since I was like in high school, I want to say. Yay! It was wild. So, wow. yeah, I'm very awesome. excited. Moeka, you can go next. Okay. Uh, hello, I'm Moeka. I'm now a VTuber. Um, yeah. If you like VTubers, uh, come check me out. I stream and post pretty much uh, at Mega Moeka for all my social medias. Um, yeah, if you like VTubers and you want to chill, chill time with some slight toxin and saltiness <laughs> come check out my streams <laughs> cool 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 all right um my name is lou and uh you can find me on twitter at lou Talks anime um i think the last time i was on i shouted out uh bill friend of the show bill pepper town uh, this time, I'm going to shout out another uh, streamer friend of mine. Uh, he's a variety streamer. Uh, his uh, Twitch name is Yoru Strix. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Yoru Strix. He's a variety streamer. Good friend of mine. Uh, also has an anime or uh, a manga podcast that he does normally on Sundays uh, where they talk about uh, the new chapters in Shonen Jump. Oh, so, nice. That's cool. Yeah. So they're super cool. And uh, his community is really nice. And I highly recommend uh, checking them out. I'll go ahead and I'll just toss that link in the chat. Perfect. And we're good. Cool. cool. 
So that is all of our stuff. If you want more MangaPod, uh, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, you can find our website, mangapod.card.co with two R's. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, which is MangaPod, and on um, Spotify and iTunes and stuff. You can listen to our audio streams. Also have a Discord now, which Moeka set up, and it's super duper awesome. So we'll post the link to that in chat. Oh, Arnar got it. So Arnar already on, on it. it. On it. <laughs> so, fresh, yeah. thank know. you. So you can go ahead and join us. We talk about the manga and just anime and general manga chit chats, and it's super duper fun. So go ahead and join us on there. Uh, otherwise, we are going to be reading uh, For Your Love next week, chapters 1 through 55. And like I said earlier, if we decide to lower that, we'll post about it on Twitter. So go follow us over there. I think we just hit 500 followers on Twitter, which is very exciting. Yeah, amazing. Yes. Thank you all so much for that. Uh, we will be here same time, same place next week. And we will see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.